0: lifelong house seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 80 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And our very special guest today is Michelle from Style Finder Boutique. And we're gonna be talking about something very special today, which is finding your sense of style. And one of the things that I hear often in the weight loss space is how when we don't feel comfortable with our bodies, one of the first things that we start to struggle with is shopping for clothes that fit well, or even wearing clothes that we're excited, that are fun, that are fitted, that makes us feel good, right? And if your body is changing or if you, even if you, it isn't and you've always struggled with finding your style, this episode is going to be really interesting because we really talk about finding that style from inside of you how to feel beautiful inside first so it actually shows on the outside. And we talk about it being a journey as well. And Michelle is great at giving very specific tips and really hopefully it will shift your perspective so you can see this topic a little bit differently and really help inspire you to look at your style as something to look forward to rather than something that makes you uncomfortable or that you're not sure what to do about. And just before I introduce you to Michelle, I just wanted to thank you all for leaving reviews for our show. It's one of the best ways to help support our podcast. And if you haven't left a review yet and you really enjoy our show, please go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review. We made it super simple for you to leave us a, hopefully, a five-star review. And if you want, you can also put your Instagram handle on the review, and we'll be more than happy to tag you on our Instagram account. So let me officially introduce it to Michelle. Mary Michelle Nidfer is on a mission to help women discover how beautiful they really are. As a master style coach, founder of Style Finder Boutique, and the Style Founder School of Style, creator of the Style Finder ID system and host of the podcast Style by Mary Michelle. She knows firsthand that you can be pleased with nothing if you're not pleased with yourself and it is committing to creating resources to empower women to feel beautiful from the inside out. Mary Michelle is a North Carolina native who knows how challenging it can be to have low self-esteem and zero self-confidence. Struggling as a preteen and into adulthood with these issues, she sought to make herself over from the inside out and understands how empowering it can be to feel great in your own skin as well as in your clothes. In 2008, she launched her style coaching practice after being asked by countless women to help them find their style. Mary Michelle realized she had stepped into more than just a new career path, but she had uncovered her purpose. Passionate about helping women discover their unique signature style, she created her proprietary style finder ID system to empower her clients with a clear understanding of their true style and how to dress for who they are. It has been a magical time to see these transformations again and again. Here is Michelle. Welcome, Michelle. It is such a pleasure having you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, me too. And our topic today is something that I personally am very interested in. so <laughs> I'm gonna probably ask you lots of things that I would love to know as well. Um, ask, ask away. I'm <laughs> really looking forward to it. And to get us started,
1: uh, tell us what does confidence mean to you? Sure. Well, confidence, I think it means a lot of things to a lot of a lot of different things. but I think to me it, it means being secure. In yourself, in your in your in skin, you feel yeah. comfortable with who you are, and you just radiate confidence.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Like the radiance of it is so so true, and it's interesting because sometimes as you go through life, like you notice someone, right, and it's like their presence, their energy just exudes. They don't even have to say anything or you know wear anything in particular. It's So beautiful, right? And I think. All of us are attracted to that energy because I think we all have a craving for that beautiful, authentic expression of self, right? Which I interpret as confidence as well. Yeah, that's yes, wonderful. for sure. And I'm pretty sure that that is a topic that's important in your line of work, right? In the field that you work. So tell us, you know, a little bit about what, like, in, I know you talk about finding your style, right? Which is one of the uh, topics that we're going to talk today. And something that resonates with you is the concept of finding it from within, which has a lot to do with how we perceive confidence in this podcast, so yeah. give us a bit of um, you know overview of what does it look like to find your style from within?
1: Sure. Well, I think a lot of women, a lot of people think that your style is what you put on, but your style is actually, it, style is defined as what you exude. Mm-hmm. And so what you exude, you know, that's coming from the inside out. And through my journey and my journey of working with my clients, I've discovered that, first of all, everyone has style. All women have style, even though a lot of women think that they've lost it. <clears throat> and it understanding what your style is, I tell clients, it's not about just going to the stores and finding clothes and putting on an outfit. It's really starting to tap into who am I and how do I want to show up? What lights me up? What gets me excited? What makes me feel more like myself? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it really starts with a process of discovery.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And for somebody that, you know, resonates, but has no idea where to start, what would be, let's just say, the first couple of points for them to start contemplating in terms of finding that inner connection?
1: Sure. Well, we do have um, a free mini quiz on our website at Ooh, Wonderful. <laughs> com. and yeah, so you can take um, well. Essentially, I created our our proprietary Style Finder ID system in 2010, and mm-hmm. I created that because as a style coach, I was working with clients and helping them understand their best colors and shapes and what to wear and how to put it all together. But they were looking at me saying, "I don't, I don't know what my style is," and. That was a really, that was a big epiphany for me, I think, because Mm. I've always had a strong sense of my style and I've always been a little edgy and just (laughs) love fashion and loved expressing myself through my style. And I just thought, you know, everybody knows what their style is. Everybody's born with that. And then I realized, no, that's, that's my give, but (laughs) there are a lot of women who are gifted in other areas, but when it comes to style, they feel lost. Yeah. And so we, we create, so I created our proprietary system that I use, and it gives you three words, like my style, I'm classic, romantic, and dramatic.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: <laughs> yes. And so it's you know how you do anything is how you do everything. So it's tapping into yeah. who am I, what lights me up, what's most important to me. And when we find that out, when we discover that, that tells me, hey, you know, I am dramatic. I used to be more dramatic in my life. I used mm-hmm. to be my style has shifted a little bit, but I think because of my age, where I am, what my goals are now, um, being, you know, out there, being a little edgy, it's not as important to me anymore. It is, you know, being different is yeah. a little bit important, but it's just, it's kind of taking a back seat. And so it's understanding who are you. What's important to you and how do you need to express it in a way that makes you feel more like, yes, like this is me. That's where the magic happens.
0: Totally. Oh, you said so many things that I just have so many questions. Okay. Um, the first thing I want to just highlight And that's something I want to explore. So what I would like to highlight that you said, it's so true that our, usually our inner gifts are things we take for granted. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, our listeners, some of them are even contemplating, you know, career changes or what do they want to do that sets your soul on fire. And it's very interesting to look at the things that we just, just do. And we think, yeah, everybody knows this because as you're saying, and I have a very good relationship with my body. Uh, on a physical level, but not as style is concerned, right? And I've always considered myself as very aware and I don't have a good sense of style or knowledge of my (laughs) sense of style, right? So I love what you said that because like, yeah, like I would come to you to learn that as well. So, so true that we usually take it for granted the things that we're naturally gifted with. So love that. Now, the question that I have to what I described and I love the words and, I really resonate with that. Like growing up, my grandma said I was the most dramatic little girl she's ever met. Uh And it was in such a pure form of drama. It was was wonderful. Um, And yes, it has, you know, softened over the years as well. So as somebody comes in and they go through your method or your system and they learn their three words, does that evolve and
1: change as we age? Well, that is a very interesting question, because as I mentioned, my own personal style has evolved a little bit. Mm -hmm. And when I first became a style coach back in 2008, my style finder ID was dramatic, romantic, and whimsical. And then over the years, the whimsical kind of shifted a little bit to become sporty. Sporty is more about comfort. Mm -hmm. Comfort became really important to me. And I think it was because I was a busy mom. I was driving carpool. I was running a business and you know, I still wanted to be edgy, but then I had to have that comfort. Yeah. And then I think as I've aged and I'm, I sound so old. <laughs> <As laughs> I think gotten older, you know, what's become class or what's become more important to me is being a little bit more timeless, you know, wearing things yeah. that aren't so edgy. You know, yeah. I'm still like to be a little bit on the on the cusp, but I'm not pushing the envelope like I used to. Mm-hmm. I push the envelope in other ways, as far as yeah. <laughs> you know, our, our messaging, you know, what, one way I've been pushing, we push the envelope and is that, you know, we talk about fashion is for everyone and just going against the messaging of the fashion industry, which, you know, I think you yeah. kind of do the same thing when it comes to dieting, right? yeah. yeah. But going against the messaging that we hear from the fashion industry, that you're not thin enough, you're not young enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not this enough. It, it preys on our, in. well, I, I'm reluctant to say our inadequacies. It preys on what we perceive as our inadequacies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and invites us to desire to be something that's unrealistic. Yeah, absolutely. And so. You know, our whole philosophy is real women, real real women, real style. You know, everyone's got style. Everyone deserves to feel beautiful, and you know, it's just a real joy for me to help women find that style and to light up.
0: Absolutely right. Oh, that's so true and and so great and so needed (laughs) as well. And something that I've heard you say before is that fact that it's not you know when they come to you, it's not just pretty clothes, right, that they put on and, oh, now I feel wonderful. Yes, a very well tailored piece of clothing makes you feel good, right? But it's a lot more about how you feel inside before you even put on a garment no matter what it is right so when it comes to um if you don't mind telling us a little bit of your personal story of you know navigating that and getting comfortable with your body especially as our bodies change tell us a little bit of your journey
1: there oh sure well (laughs) where do I start (laughs) well I I struggled with my weight actually from an early age And it's ironic. My maiden name is little. And I used to joke around that, you know, there's nothing little about anybody in our family. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I think pretty much everybody in our family has had a weight struggle at at some point in their lives. It's just, it's in our genes. It's in our DNA. Mm -hmm. But what I felt is that I, I think I was about 10 years old and my brother was eight and my dad had struggled with his weight. And he noticed we we're putting on some weight and he paid us to, he came to us and said, Hey, I'll pay you a dollar a pound. This was back in the seventies. Wow. I'll pay you a dollar a pound to lose. I don't know how many pounds. It wasn't a whole lot, but it was enough. And, and I'll buy you new clothes, a whole new wardrobe. I'm like, Hey, I'm in. I <laughs> yes. Need some new clothes. I'm in. <laughs> and so I, I don't remember a whole lot else about that time, But what I do remember is that my self-worth became attached to the number on the scale.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. And that set me down a path of low self-esteem, self-loathing. Oh, I ate that today. I must be bad. You know, just um, very, very severe, strict dieting. I became very just crazy about what I ate some days. And I remember being in seventh grade and being on 800 calorie a day diets. Wow. That's just not healthy. But the image that I had in my mind was that I, you know, I have to be thin. I have to be thin to be worthy. And I remember I lost a lot of weight. My grandmother told me, she's like, oh, you're too thin. You need to put on some weight. (laughs) But in my mind, I wasn't. I I just Mm -hmm. could never see myself as good enough. Yeah. And what happened, I think the biggest turning point for me was when I gave birth to my first child in 2003. And I remember I gained 50 pounds mm-hmm. and I, you know, prior to that, I would say a lot of negative things to myself. I would look in the mirror and it would be, it, it was just like, oh, you're too fat. Look at this and grabbing the rolls of flesh and just beating myself up and being so self-deprecating and exercising excessively. And then, you know, and then that would just, I would just get depressed from all the negative self-talk and I would go eat and then I would exercise obsessively. And it just was this vicious cycle. And I remember giving birth to my daughter. I gave, I gained 50 pounds. And I remember getting ready to take a shower. And I looked in the mirror or I braced myself and I thought, okay, I don't know. I mean, literally it was the day first day I was at home from the hospital. It, and i braced myself i thought you know i don't have any idea what my body looks <laughs> like right now but i know i gave birth to my daughter but i did not lose all those 50 pounds <laughs> and so as i braced myself to take that you know to look at myself in the mirror it was i call it divine intervention it was instead of standing there and beating up myself up and saying all these negative things i was flooded with gratitude mm gratitude that I did. I gave natural childbirth, no drugs. It was crazy. (laughs) Gratitude that, you know, had eyes that I could see her and two hands that I could hold her and that I was strong. And that I was capable of being a good mother to her. And in that moment, I made a promise to myself and to her that I would, I would get over this, that this, I knew that is not the mom she needs. She needs a mom who's confident, who's capable and who feels good about herself. And so I I made a vow to myself to to get over it and to get on the path of whatever it takes to feel confident, to feel you are that I am worthy, to feel that I am enough and to be a good role model for her. Wow. Wow. Drop the mic. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. That is incredible. Hey there, are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight, but keep self-sabotaging your progress? If you are tired of all the, all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today, and I promise you, it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore and I will also show you which hormones play a big role in weight release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value-packed masterclass, and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body, and of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass or just send me a DM on Instagram for the link at naturally.joyous. So again, it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. There's so many things in San Michelle that I, I want to highlight. I wrote a couple notes, not to forget, but the main one, I'm going to start from backwards. What he just described to me is something I really look forward to seeing in women, which is that the awakening of their, you know, weight release journey type of thing, which is because anytime, and I see this often, I'm just using weight loss because it's my expertise, but um, the reason why things don't work, it'll be the same for style. If you just tell people what to do, it doesn't work because nobody wants to be changed, Right. But when that comes from inside of you and, you know, the gratitude, which is one of the most transcendental healing energies of seeing the little baby and just connecting with something much more important, right? <laughs> than whatever magazine style is, it should look like that for you probably cracked your heart open. And then you could see the perfection of yourself, regardless of the scale, which is the whole point, right? Of the freedom that then you potentially would even make some choices that would you know lead you to getting closer to the body that you desire but still it's not forced right it's just very intrinsic and that is the shift and I think it's beautiful and that is gives me chills and that's what I really wish for every woman you know even as they come to me it's not I don't even talk about how many pounds you want to lose and things like that, because it's not about losing anything. It's finding yourself. Right. And I think it's that shift to very clearly highlight it. I think a beautiful example of what it looks like. So amazing. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's I, you know, I, I think whatever your goal is, whether it's losing weight or, you know, gaining good style, it's not, a. I mean, it is about reaching the goal, but it's really, it's about who you become in the process. Yeah, And falling in love with yourself and then coming out and you're like, Hey, I love my body. I feel good about my, my style. I just, it's stepping into a whole different version of yourself. And I think as we, we do awaken, you know, I have so many women, we have a boutique here in Raleigh and I have so many women who come in and especially after COVID, but even before COVID come in and tell me, Oh, I've gained 10 pounds or 20 pounds or 30 pounds. I can't buy any clothes or I can't Mm. look good. Right. I can't put myself together. I'm like, who, who is saying that you're not worthy of looking and feeling beautiful right now? Yeah. But I think we, as women have made it wrong, have made ourselves wrong when we put on weight or we, we aren't where we feel like we should be. And then it's like, we just, we bully ourselves.
0: Absolutely. There's like something you mentioned earlier. Sorry. Go ahead. Like it's the whole concept of we link in our minds, for example, number on the scale and the worthiness. Mm-hmm. And the two things actually are not connected in any shape or form, but we make those connections, right? Um, for example, somebody that struggled with money in childhood and they, I don't know, just had that experience and they link that potentially working three jobs is the only way to make money like things that are not true because there's people proving otherwise every day Mm -hmm. but we still have a tendency to make those connections and keep them linked right and the whole weight and self-worth is huge and I feel like COVID just removed some of our potentially like external accountabilities and we have more time to you know, be with, within and that for some people resulted in maybe boredom or, you know, they didn't have the distractions, right. They kept them on track. And even though, yes, a lot of people put on weight, I think it's such a beautiful opportunity of self-discovery of even knowing what does that extra weight, feels like means to me so that we can start undoing some of those old beliefs that don't serve us, but are so connected to our sense of self-worth. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. You know, I like to say we get to redefine what beauty means to us. And, you know, who said it's so crazy. I think, you know, I was talking about the fashion industry earlier. Mm -hmm. I think it's so crazy because, you know, there have been magazine covers, with these amazing looking women on them. And then it comes to light that they're 14 or 15 and they're on a women's magazine. Mm-hmm. And they're being touted as the ideal. Yeah. Of beauty. And like, you know, I'm 53. That's completely unattainable for me. <laughs> yeah. But if I look at that and think, wow, that's who I should be, that's what I should look like. And I think what happened, you know, a big thing that happened for me when I was a teen is that I would read magazines. I used to read teen magazine. I loved it. But there were a couple of models in there. And, you know, i always told their size and their weight. Well, I would compare myself to them. Well, you know, I don't weigh that. I'm not a size zero or a two. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, well, that's what I should be. I'm bigger. I'm built bigger. I mean, if I were a two, I would be (laughs) anorexia. Yes. I'm not built to be a two. I'm a 10, and I'm perfectly happy there. But for the longest time, it was compare, you know, this comparison game. And I think. There's we've got a great quote. Um, we have our Style Finder Manifesto, and there's a great quote on there, and it said, "Stop the comparison game. You are beyond compare." Mm-hmm. And that I love okay. that because we are all created to be beautiful, but our own kind of beautiful. Yeah. And if I look at you, you're beautiful, and I'm beautiful too. But we're yeah. Different, you know, we're just different. We're just yes. everybody's got their, it's like their own fingerprint. But I feel that so many women walk around f- with this feeling of, well, I should be this size and I should look like this, and I should dress like this. And I, and so I feel like what I what I do with style is such a powerful transformation because it it's not only helping women discover what their true style is. But it's giving them permission to be who they are. Mm -hmm. Not that anybody needs it, but I think we all need a reminder that, yes, I I can shine my light. I can be my authentic self and it's okay.
0: Yeah. And I've asked this question before of myself and others, never really got a real explanation, but where did it all start that women, and I totally agree with what he just said, feel that we have to dim the lights and not take too much room or make too much noise and you know I'm not entirely sure in the history of being female where that kind of you know really began but it is so true and it's that reminder that I think we all need to get you know and true Mm -hmm. style through all these different areas of expression doing what we love and being ourselves I know the word authenticity is popular nowadays and people talk about it Mm-hmm. But I feel my connection with that word is a lot more private than I think people a lot of times it's talk about authenticity is how we put ourselves out to the world. To me, it's a little bit more of like an internal game of how true mm-hmm. I feel I'm being to myself, my wishes, my desires, right? And I think we all need that reminder <laughs> from time yeah. to time. And I yeah. love that you style. I also wanted to come back to something else you said, because I hear this a lot mm-hmm. as well from women that that connection that they made between worth and you know their physical appearance starts early on. So you mentioned like when you're 10 years old and it often comes from really well-meaning parents, siblings, you know relatives thinking that they're helping and protecting them and then we kind of grapple that distorted perspective right of what it should be and so on. So for, from even your experience. And I know you mentioned the gratitude experience you had with your daughter. What would you say for somebody that feel that that is where it started for them, that they have a history of dieting the family mm-hmm. and so on, and it just don't feel comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What would you tell that woman in terms of sort of breaking down link between worth and what they're taught since a young age?
1: Sure. Well, I, you know, I would just, tell her that, you know, first of all, we're all worthy. Nobody, and I I don't know that anybody is necessarily born with confidence. I think a lot of people look at confident people and they think, oh, you must, you must have been born that way. (laughs) I don't think that's true for it. Uh, Maybe a few people, but from what I know, especially at our age, like I think everybody struggles with it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, it, you know it's really funny. I'll, I'll digress for a second, but I I'm on TikTok, and that's kind of a recent thing. And I've had a lot of fun doing little style videos. And, nice. Um, and so I decided to go live on TikTok one day. My very first live. I didn't really know what I was doing. And I'm on there for you know I was going to get on there and talk about you know how style can help you feel confident. And I'm on there for like two seconds, and I get a request. From somebody wanted to join the TikTok, I'm like, oh my god, I panic, and, and I close the whole thing down. I'm like, well, wait a minute, why not? Because I thought, well, oh, it's somebody who's gonna, you know, spam or whatever. <laughs> yes. But I, so I got back on there, and I I just started talking to him, and you know, it was so crazy. It was a, I think it was a 21 year old guy, young man. I said, hey, you know, I'm talking about confidence for women, but what was so crazy is I continued to have a dialogue with him, and I said, hey, what makes you feel confident? you know what he said? He said, getting up, putting on a great outfit, like feeling good about myself. I'm Like really? Cause that's <laughs> what I was going to say. I'm like, <laughs> so I just thought it just showed me that, you know, confidence in our feelings, our lack of confidence or what can make us feel confident. It's pretty universal. Yeah. It's pretty universal. Like when we can put on something, I think that connects us, it doesn't matter what our weight is. It doesn't matter you know, if we're having a bad hair day, if we can put on a a kick-ass outfit, like, oh my gosh, that will boost our confidence in no time flat. But if if you put on something and you don't really feel it, you're like, you're still telling yourself all this negative stuff. But I think if, you know, if somebody really has said, you know, is at a point where they're ready to make a change? I would say the first thing you need to do is decide Mm. you are going to make that change. Yes. And just, you know, things start to fall into place and then, you know, (laughs) seek out some guidance (laughs) Mm -hmm. in some way, shape or form, but make that decision. Like I'm not going back there that that's in the past. I'm moving forward. Absolutely.
0: 100% and love the TikTok story. That's so (laughs) like, it's so inspiring to see like just (laughs) random perfection, right. That just happened there. Um, And the word that I use for what you just call decision is commitment, right? Mm-hmm. And I also, I call it like step zero that has to happen before step one because nobody can want it more than the person themselves, right? And I think yeah. that's true for everything. And mm-hmm. something I see happens so often is people are trying for things because they think they should, they need to, they have to, but it's not a line of their heart's desires, right? Which is really where the, you know, the fire and the drive, like I call it the inner motivator and making that shift from inside i think is really the key to not even looking back anymore and it's it's about being ready for it and i think that truly is you know being inspired being ready for it, and then all the right tools and people come into place and often for this podcast i i get people to message me and say wow i was just in the process of this and you dropped an episode on that same topic mm-hmm. <laughs> so when i'm ready for something i look everywhere like yes. Facebook, doesn't matter. Like everything's yes. fair game. And then the right people, the right messaging, the right information, right, comes true. And I'm very excited about your quiz. And I'll make sure we put the link so everybody can take this quiz and, you know, start to really sort of feel, right, what it feels to them and really connect from the inside, like you said. This episode is brought to you by The Weight Release Shift a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is weight release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, each for your needs and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me, and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better.
1: Yes, for sure. Well, what is it they say? When, When you're ready, the teacher will appear.
0: Yes, exactly. And a lot of times, too, like when we close a chapter, you know, sometimes we move to something else. And I would say that's true for style as well, that you said that, yeah, the sense of style may change, right? Some things are more important when we are younger, then they change later on. But you still mention out of your three words that a couple of them sort of remained, right? So there's probably like this maybe core aspect, and then maybe other aspects that are more fluid. Is that is that true?
1: Yes, 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 I totally think so. Um, I don't think somebody starts off over here and becomes a polar opposite. And for my style, I was dramatic, romantic, and sporty. And I shifted to classic, romantic and dramatic, which I mean, it's kind of a polar shift. But I think back to when I was in seventh grade, and I was like, super preppy. You know, (laughs) had my collar flipped up. I had the polos on. I had the you know official preppy handbook was like my bible. Like that was (laughs) you know my thing. So, so I think that the classic roots were there, but it it just as I've gone through different phases in my life, the dramatic became more prominent. But so now I feel like I'm returning to what my style was originally, or Mm -hmm. not originally, but what it's evolved into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yes. Yes. We've actually, we have a program that we have um, called um, school of style. And I I did a course Mm -hmm. today. We're talking about your signature style and your signature style really is it it's what makes you, you it's not just like, here's a great outfit, but it's creating that consistent look. And so when somebody looks at you and says, Oh, that's so you like, what makes it you like, is Mm -hmm. it your color, your style, or is it a print or a pattern? And it's it's creating that cohesion cohesion really. And so if you're going to a formal event or going out to dinner, or going to work or going to work out, like there is a sense of continuity within your style. Yeah,
0: that is wonderful. And it's true. Like even thinking back, you know, just an example here, but my grandmother, every time she wears a lilac, that
1: mm-hmm. very
0: specific lighter tone, everybody compliments it and You know, it's not even a color she wears a lot, but when she does, it is so beautiful on her. (laughs) So there's something to it. There's got to be because random people will comment on it. Right. And I look at myself and my sense of style. And I would say because I was born and raised in Brazil, hot country, bright colors. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's always been a big part of my wardrobe, like black and whites and very bright colors. But over the last few years, like if you were to look now, the whites, the gray, grays and the blush pinks it. and the colors are maybe just like in summer dresses and things maybe to the side and mm-hmm. it, it's a pretty big shift it's almost like a softness and I think it kind of relates to how I feel nowadays That there's this like I don't know contentment and slower pace you know in my lifestyle compared to before that was traveling speaking door all the time so it's very cool. Like it just gave me some things to contemplate on and, and really see how my seasons of life have inspired what I bought
1: totally unconsciously,
0: (laughs) to be honest.
1: Uh Absolutely. I like to say your style tells your story. Mm, I love it. It As we evolve, you know, we pick up different things, nuances of how we wear something, or maybe it's a piece of jewelry that was handed down from it's a family heirloom or maybe something you got on your travels and your style is like i think if somebody's wearing a head to toe outfit that they everything that they bought right off a mannequin there's no creativity in that yeah and I think it's just when you can weave your own story. Oh, I got these earrings and, you know, at a flea market in Paris or, you know, found this blouse and style finder. Yeah, I, love it. <laughs> I was traveling to Raleigh, but it's it's how you can put things together in your own way. Yeah. And, that's, and like, that's where I think the magic happens.
0: Totally. And it sounds playful as well. And it sounds fun. And like you said, fashion is for everyone, right? So it's not a somebody has to be born with a great sense of fashion, which not everybody necessarily feels they have, but you can learn and they can harness and, you know, and, and learn to play and express yourself, right? Through clothing mm-hmm. and accessories. So mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. final question for you, Michelle, is so somebody that comes in and say that they just feel that they don't have much knowledge or expertise on this area. Mm-hmm. They take the quiz. What are the next steps? Like, how do you help uh, women in this and do you sure. only work with women women men just give us the whole I
1: do predominantly work with women I okay. occasionally work with men but predominantly what i have what I've created is is geared towards women okay. um, well I have our proprietary style finder ID system that I use so mm-hmm. if you take the quiz and you want to go deeper then we have what I call our style finder 101 Um, Package. And so, what that is, that's really a deep dive into understanding what are your best colors. You know, we build your custom color capsule. We look at your body type. We create your, we uncover what your signature silhouettes are, your face shape, um, your personal scale. And then we talk Mm -hmm. about what is your style finder ID. And we, you know, we put it all, weave it all together to create your personal image blueprint. And that's, that's really the foundation. And when because when you know, hey, I know I'm an hourglass and I need waistline definition and I need to, you know, go with wrap dresses, but stay away from this other cut or, you know, my coloring is like, actually, I had somebody asking me about this yesterday. She's like, oh, you know, I I have no idea what my colors are. I'm like, I can help. But that gives you confidence. You know, when you, when you can wear, like you mentioned about your grandmother, when you can put on that one color or a few colors that just make you light up, you know, especially when you're in front of people. And then from there, you know, we have our school of style that is meant for ongoing learning. Mm -hmm. And I was talking with a client, actually, I have a a client, a couple of clients overseas and somebody the other day. Um, she found me through my podcast Mm -hmm. So my podcast is style by Mary Michelle. And uh, she said, I love that. Everything's kind of layered. So when we do the foundation and then the school of style is what helps you keep your wardrobe fresh every season. Mm. What do you do in your closet? You know, what are the trends? What's the one tweak you should make this month? And then listening to the podcast, usually I'll pull out a topic from the school of style and the, <clears throat> we'll spotlight that, and so you hear it in a different way. In the school of style, we're yeah. going deeper, but then you hear it on the podcast, even at just a you know a higher or just a surface level. But it's like, oh yeah, I didn't hear that before. Mm-hmm. Or you hear, you know, you pull it through, and it just it just builds on each other, and so you just you learn. It's an evolution, and I, I always tell clients style is never a one and done. I mean, like when right. you're losing weight. I mean, even if you hit your goal, you still have to have maintenance and that, but your style, like you, you get to where you want to be. You need, it's like a car, you know, you have to (laughs) keep paying it. You can't just say, Hey, I'm done. Like I've built my wardrobe for the rest of my life (laughs) because guess what? Even if you don't gain weight and you stay at a healthy weight, your hormones will make your body fluctuate. Your, you know, your chest might get bigger. Your things will shift and things will fit differently or your lifestyle changes and your needs change, or maybe your, your coloring changes. Yeah. You know, as we age, we lose pigment from our hair, our skin and our eyes Yeah, and our colors, our colors change. So, yeah. so everything's evolving, but it's when you can really revisit it doesn't mean you have to be obsessed with your style every season. It just means it's been handled and that you're, you're just giving it enough attention to keep it looking fresh and keep it from falling into a rut, but that you're, you're on top of your game.
0: That is amazing. And I feel that that is such a, you know, important part of the whole picture. When we talk about that self-love and Mm self-care more from the inside out rather than just, you know, outside in strategies, which are also important. I feel Mm -hmm. that is such a massive one, in my opinion, because like you said, it's not about, looking a certain way or fit into small jeans or anything like that, but it's about really, you know, getting that beauty inside to really reflect on the outside so that you can just feel comfortable and confident, like we've been saying. And not waiting until whatever number on the scale or, you know, like there's no need to wait for anything. I do mm. believe in feeling amazing today and the now, right? And if Absolutely. it changes later, tailor it down. Like you can always make something like clothing-wise smaller, right? But really yes. start where you are. And I love it. And I think it's such a beautiful progression of what you offer. It's very smart. And I really hope that our listeners take the quiz and get started on the journey and I'm sure it's going to be spectacular because you're wonderful. So,
1: yes. Thank you.
0: And uh, where can we find you online? Tell us the, the well, best places to find sure. you. Sure.
1: Probably the best place. Well, I we also have an online boutique. And you can find that at Shop Style Finder. In fact, I would love to gift all of your listeners with a coupon code. Oh, thank you. Yes, if they use the code Joyous 20 Okay. You'll save twenty percent off your first purchase.
0: Oh, thank you! That's wonderful.
1: Absolutely, and then uh, you can follow me on Instagram at. Actually, we have I have my own Instagram at Style by Mary Michelle, and then we're also on Instagram at Shop Style Finder, mm-hmm. and on TikTok we're Style by Mary Michelle and Shop Style Finder. Love it, and then my podcast is called Style by Mary Michelle.
0: That is wonderful. Uh,
1: Oh, there's the best places to find me.
0: That's perfect. And I'm going to sh- make sure to put all the links below the promo code as well. Thank you so much for your time today. I thank truly you. enjoy our conversation and as always learned so much from you and I-, I really admire what it do. I think you're doing women a wonderful service. So thank you. Well,
1: thank you. And likewise, you're, you're doing some amazing things as well. And I think it's women like us, we're going to be changing the world, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. the whole like
0: heart centered, you know connection between people and really serving from that beautiful place and you know mm-hmm. we can only help the world that way so yes
1: <laughs> absolutely well thank you for having me here it's been a pleasure my pleasure
0: thank you so much for listening to confidence from within if you enjoyed this episode take a screenshot and tag me on instagram at naturally.joyous and i will be sure to tag you back